Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. Open your Bibles, please, to the book of Proverbs, chapter number 13. And I want to look at one verse today, verse number 12. Proverbs, chapter 13, and verse number 12. I want to look at it in three different translations. Proverbs 13 and 12. And I want to start with the New King James Version. And then we're going to go to the New Living Version, and then we're going to look at the message. The New King James Version of Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. Again, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. Let's look at that same verse in the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation of Proverbs 13 and 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. Isn't that something? The latter part, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. The message paraphrase of that version of uh, Proverbs 13, 12 says, unrelenting disappointment leaves your heart sick, but a sudden good break can turn your life around. I want to talk to you today from this subject matter, what it takes to realize your dream. What it takes to realize your dream. Today we celebrate our 29th year as a church family. Generally during special days like today, there are more ref- they are more reflective in nature. Um, That is, we tend to take our time to intentionally look back and rejoice over what the Lord has blessed us to accomplish. While certainly I'm extremely grateful for the past, I believe the Lord wants us to look to the future. I say that because I believe that our best days are ahead of us. I think I had more amens in my notes. I haven't had people in a long time, so y'all got to deal with it. So now, for truly our latter shall be greater than the former. And I believe that I'm talking to a people more about destiny than history. So that implies in and of itself 
that there is more ahead of you than even you can imagine. Uh, when we're talking about realizing your dreams, it's talking about you. Imagine here we are, you and I just sitting down together over your favorite uh, cup of coffee or tea, whatever that is, water, no ice, little lemon. And we're just having a conversation. And we're talking about you, the dreams that you have ahead of you. I'm talking to you, the dreams that you have. And listen to me. To realize your dreams, you must answer five basic questions. I want to give you the questions up front because I don't want you to leave out here going, what were the, what, what were the questions? Here they are. Real simple, real simple. And if I were you, I would write these down. I would pull out my smartphone or something and write them down because it's going to help you as you reflect over this. So here's question number one in terms of realizing your dreams. Do you see it? Do you want it? What does it require? Are you willing to go for it? And when are you going to get started? I know you said, say it again. Question one, do you see it? Question two, do you want it? Question three, what does it require? Question four, are you willing to go for it. And question five, when are you going to get started? Now, let me give this disclaimer up front. Let me give you this disclaimer. Uh, uh, if, if you are a Christian, I'm making the assumption that your dream for you and God's dream for you align. If you are a Christian and your dream does not align with God's dream for you, I would submit to you that you need to go and make some adjustments and allow him to paint on the canvas of your heart his dream for you because it's far greater and far better than ever you ever dreamed. God doesn't want you just to have success. In Joshua 1, he says he wants you to have good success. You hear me? So here it is. Let's explore these questions. Do you see it? When you say, do you see it? This is when you see the dream. That means you, you actually see it. And I want to ask you a question. Have you freed your imagination from the grip of the present to envision the future God has for you? Have you, when I say, do you see it? Sometimes we are so imprisoned by what it is we're going through. Sometimes, listen to me, we can be right here in the midst of COVID and miss the obvious. Because this is so real, it's so in your face. We're in a highly uh, contested political season. And the question is, do you see the dream? Do you see it? Do you see it? G give yourself permission. I said this, I think, uh, last week uh, 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 when 
my son was a little boy. He was laying across the bed with his mother. And, uh, and, and he looked up, and they were talking about something. He looked up as a little boy. He said, Mommy, you got to use your imagination. And then this is what I want to tell you. God did not relegate imagination only for children. Sometimes we say, well, I'm too grown to imagine. You're too grown not to imagine because that's where the dream comes in. And and hear me, hear me. Do you see it? Can you see it? When When I think of New Covenant, I see something greater than what we have. I see us more effective in ministry. I see us carrying out the great commission and living the great command. I see us making disciples of all nations, and I see us loving God and then loving one another. I see that, and us having an impact. I see the transformative power of God in the lives of people. When I look at it, that's what I see. I see another generation being raised up to change the world. That's what I see when, when I see it. I, 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 you know, uh, uh, I, 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 I can see it. And my question to you is, do you see it? Second question is, not just do you see it, do you want it? Because what I found out is you can see something. God can show you something and you not want what you see. Oh. Uh, I told you the first one has to do with your dream, but do you want it has to do with your desire. Say desire. Do you know that um, the scripture says, delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. And uh, even Mark 11, what things soever you desire when you pray believe that you receive them and you will have them one thing have i desired of the lord and so the question is not just do you see it but do you want it do you desire it is it a des- is is it a desire and what i found out is this pursuit is proof of desire so don't tell me you want something and you're not going after it Pursuit is proof of desire. You said, Pastor, why are you talking to us about this? I came here to hear some other kind of stuff. Because I believe, I, 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 I believe that the, it, it, it was here, the Lord began to speak with me and talk to me about vision. It's saying that I want to give people the vision. I want, there's more ahead of you. And, you know, I know when we look, everybody was talking about vision because we're entering into the year 2020 back when we were entering in. And then God did this major adjustment. But I believe that now that he's kind of humbled us, I believe that now that he's gotten us postured and say, now can I deal with you? Can I paint on the canvas of your heart a brighter future? My dream for you. Can, let me tell you, you are not the same in October as you were in January. You're not the same. And so what you want now is different. What you want now. He's, this, is, this time has been affected in causing us to eliminate what doesn't matter. 
And so now our desires have been refined. And so that second question is, do you want it? It has to do with your dream. And here's the third, here's the third question. Here's the third question. I said, do you see it? Second question, do you want it? And third question, what does it require? What does it require? Well, what does this dream that God has for you, what does it require of you? First thing I will tell you that it, it requires, it requires development for the dream. It requires development for the dream. This is, this is what I'm talking about. See, it's God that works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. We understand that. But what he's doing in us, he's conforming us to the image of his son. He's doing something in us, Christ in us, the hope of glory. In other words, he's giving you a character makeover. He's making you such, he's developing you so that when you get there and the dream is realized, you can handle it. It won't overtake you. Your character is not bigger than your dream. I mean, your dream is not bigger than your character, but your character is indeed bigger than your dream because the last thing you want to do is get there and forfeit. Forfeit. You've worked all this time and you forfeit the very thing that God has for you. The thing that he, you've been dreaming about. And so you have to be developed for the dream. This is where he's doing something in you. But listen to this part. What does it require in terms of development? It requires development of the dream. Some of you in here, you want business. You want, you want to be an entrepreneur. Have you developed it? Is the idea still in its embryonic state? Is it still just sitting on the table as an idea? What steps have you taken? Hear me, hear me, hear me. What steps have you taken to really develop what God has put in you in terms of a dream? I'm talking about real action plans. Well, this is what I plan to do. I'm going to get trained for this right here. Uh, 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 I'm going to not just get trained. I'm going to make sure that I have all the certifications that I need. I'm ready for it so that when preparation comes, the opportunity comes, then the success is going to show up. But are you prepared? So he not has just, you have to develop you for the dream, but there has to be development of the dream itself. Uh, when we started New Covenant, I mean, it was much simpler than this. I could take the whole church out in my car to dinner. And, you know, so I didn't have to worry about, that wouldn't have to worry about it too much of anything, you know. Uh, uh, but, 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 and so I, we, 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 I asked Deanne, I said, honey, what, what were we doing 29 years ago? She said, probably packing. Because we used to have to pack up everything and take it to wherever we were going, to Wesley Chapel United Methodist Church, where we were having church in the fellowship hall. And they were locking us in because they didn't know 
they thought we were just some of the cars that were just at church that day. It was, you know, two of us, two cars. We came together. <laughs> Are you here? But, 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 but that was, that, it was a dream to start the church. And when I, did, I saw beyond that, every, every Sunday we'd put out 50 chairs and they were staying away by the thousands. But I had to continue developing. Are you seeing what I'm talking about? I had, so when it, when, when it, when it, when it started, I, I began to develop the structure. How do I want, what do I want the governmental structure of this church to look like? What, what is it going to require in terms of a board? The development of the vision. What is it going to require once I didn't have to play the keyboard? What is it? What is it? What are we going to need? What are we going to need in terms of pastoral care for the people? Now, I'm just talking about that was just me for church. But I'm t- what about your dream? So these are questions that I had to answer that I had to go through and develop. And now, thank the Lord, when you start developing the dream, God will bring others right alongside of you who bigger than you. Your, their ideas, they can take an idea and go way beyond what you do because of their level of expertise. So when I look at New Covenant today, I'm grateful because, listen, I can't do all this stuff. I can't. I, there's no way. We have a whole care ministry now. Well, first of all, when we started with one person, if she was sick, I was there. I could do it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? How you doing? Let me lay hands on you, anoint you with all. I, I stopped by... Get, uh, some, the chicken place and bring some chicken, whatever you need. Right? But when it got to be more, we needed more. And so that's the development. And so my question to you is this. Are you, develop, are you planning in terms of developing not just for your now, but for your future? The growth of what the dream God has given you. What if right now you start the business, but all of a sudden God sends you 500 additional clients? What would you do? Are you planning to staff it? What are you going to do? How are you going to manage the resources? How are you going to manage the money? You said, Pastor, please, can you just talk about some Jesus stuff? This is Jesus stuff. I'm going to show you in just a minute, and, I'm, and I'm, as, as, I, as I hasten to my clothes, <laughs> I'm already past my time. It's going to require development. What does it require? It requires discipline. Discipline. You have to discipline your time and money, and you have to discipline your energy and your effort. You have to discipline your time and your money, and you have to discipline your energy and your effort. It's going to require discipline. Have you counted the cost? Are you willing to make the necessary adjustments for the realization of the dream? I want to challenge you today. And what does it require? It requires development, it requires discipline, and it requires dedication. It requires, listen to this, dedication to handle the emotional dynamics. Hear me in this. With dreams, there are going to be ebbs and flows. I can tell you personally, there have been times that I have, you know, I've been up on the mountain and then less than 24 hours. The valley was right there, and it felt like a cliff. Are you hearing? But are you ready for the different dynamics 
of the, of, of the dream. The dedication to handle the, the emotional dynamics. It requires dedication to deal with the disappointments. Disappointments. People will disappoint you. Situations will disappoint you. But you cannot stop because of disappointment. At the outset of New Covenant, uh, I remember, I remember so distinctly, and I've told this story many times, I was going to quit. I was going to quit. And uh, our own Pam, uh, worship leader, worship and arts uh, director, she asked, she was at another church, she was at Green Pastures, and she asked me to fill in for her that morning because they, as a church, were doing King of Glory, the play downtown. And so I led, I went and played for them. And that day I was, you know, I'm talking, Lord, this is it because we, you know, it wasn't, New Covenant wasn't working. Not like I wanted it to work. And so I was getting ready. I said, okay, if this is not working, I know what to do. I'm doing it. I can go play somewhere. Pastor Colette Gumby turned around in the middle of a message, and I'm sitting over there on the keyboard, and she said, Billy Johnson, don't ever let me hear that you quit. I mean, it, imagine, it's like this. Uh, uh, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but Billy Johnson, don't you ever let me hear that you quit. I said, I guess God's speaking to me. Because that day, I was getting ready to quit. That day, I was getting ready to call it in. Are you hearing me? And so, it's, it's going to require dedication uh, uh, to overcome, the, to deal with the disappointment. It's going to require dedication to overcome discouragement. And I got very discouraged. And so, what, it, what, does it, what is it going to require of you? It's going to require your development. It's going to require discipline, and it's going to require dedication. Is this helping anybody today? I really want to give this to you uh, uh, so that you can have it and reflect back over it. And so the questions I said we have to answer. Number one, do you see it? Number two, do you want it? Number three, what does it require? Number four, are you willing to go for it? Are you willing to go for it? See, this speaks of your determination. When I'm talking about going for it, 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 it reminds me of the story in, in the Old Testament. You remember Caleb? When Moses sent out the spies, they sent out 12 spies. There was jo uh, Joshua and Caleb was numbered among the 12. You remember that? And they were the only two that came back with a good report. Long story short, the whole of that generation died except Joshua and Caleb. And they began to conquer, 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 and get the land that God had promised them. Here they were some years later. Caleb was the one who was old. I believe he was about 80 years old. He stood up and said, give me this mountain because he had not yet achieved the dream. And so my question is, are you still willing to go for it? I know that there are some people in here, uh, your real hair color is gray. Are you still ready to go for it? 
Y'all back? Are you still ready to go for it? Are you still willing to go for it? Because what happens is this. You can lose your reach. You can stop going after what God has put before you. And some of you, you've checked out so early in life, you bet you ain't even out of your 30s yet. Some of you hadn't even turned 30. Well, you know, it's so hard. I'm going to throw this monitor at you. But <laughs> you, there has to be a level of determination where you overcome and you say there's a conquering spirit about you where you're willing to go for it and you say, give me this mountain. If you're still breathing, you still have purpose, you can still move forward. Let me tell you something. When, you, when, when God said, I'm going to pour out my spirit, he said, I'm going to pour it out on your sons and your daughters. Then he begins to say, I got a plan for every generation. Your old men are going to start prophesying. And your young men are going to dream dreams. What's going to happen is the old men are dream dreams, young men start prophesying. And so you understand that God is still in the business of using every generation for his purpose. How dare you stop going for it? How dare you? Well, you know, I just want to take it easy now. I'm not saying you have to work harder, work smarter through your wisdom. But you still got to keep going. Yell across the room and say, keep going for it. Keep going for it. Type in the chat, go for it, go for it, go for it, go for it. Because you have to keep going for it. So the question is, the question is, are you willing to go for it? Let me tell you one other situation. Jesus. Here he was. At the apex of accomplishing his mission. And he got to the place where he was in the garden. The garden of Gethsemane. You remember that? And he looked into the cup. And he knew that he had to die. And he said, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But then he said these words. This word, nevertheless. Nevertheless, what? Not my will, but you and I are going to have to have some nevertheless moments. Some nevertheless moments. Say nevertheless moments. That's where you are willing to go for it, nevertheless. Over and against what your flesh is screaming to you, nevertheless, nevertheless. And so, I've asked you questions so far. Uh, do you see it? Do you own it? What does it require? Are you willing to go for it? And the last one, when are you going to get started? When are you going to get started? Getting started gives you the victory over procrastination. Getting started will give you the victory over procrastination. You know the old Nike uh, uh, saying, just, just do it. Come on, say, just do it. Listen, the writer of Ecclesiastes said, if you wait for perfect conditions, you'll, not, you'll never get anything done. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. 
Just do it. You've got to go ahead and get started. And also getting started commits you to a course of action where you say, this is what I want to do. This is what, tell somebody, I'm, I'm going, and that, so they can hold you accountable. Tell somebody. So listen to me very carefully. God wants to give you a dream. But that dream requires your participation in terms of its realization. Are you hearing me? I told you I was going to tell you about Jesus. God's dream. Here's a dream. I don't want anybody to perish. That, that, that's what he wanted. And then he, he saw it in terms of the family of God. He desired that. Then he realized what it was going to require. He realized, hmm, they cannot save themselves. There's no way, because what we could not do, God did by sending his son. He, 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 couldn't, he couldn't do it. Because I couldn't do it. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob couldn't do it. None of us, no human could do it. It took God Almighty. So he had to get a plan together. What is it going to take? He said, well, God has to become one of us. God has to become a man. Said a body I've prepared you. <laughs> and then he says, Mary was the one who birthed the child, but God gave the son. He came in the likeness of sinful flesh. And then what did it require? It required him living a perfect life, fulfilling every requirement of the law, it required him doing what Adam could not do. It required, listen to this, him living righteously without sin and being willing to take upon himself something that was foreign to him and that was sin. He took upon him the sin of the whole world. He who knew no sin was made to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He, what did it require? It required death on a cross. What did it require? It required him being in the grave three days. What did it require? It required him being raised from the dead because he was raised for our justification. And my friend, when you're talking about did he go for it, he went for it. He was, he was the one that said, nevertheless, not my will but yours be done. And then you're talking about getting started. In his mind, it was finished before he started because he knew he wouldn't turn back. Who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and sat down at the right hand of the Father. But I want to let you know, I was thinking about this, God's dream. Do you realize God's dream is not finished? Because this is only the, the latter part of the dream. 
He's made preparation for every person to be able to enter into the family of God. But do you realize that God's dream is that we be with him? There is coming a time when we will see God. We will live with him eternally. This small speck that we call time is going to give way to what's called eternity. And my friend, when we're talking about God's dream, that that was lost in the garden is going to be one, was one on the cross. <laughs> Isn't that something? The whole world and one day our conquering king will show up. He's going to show up. The armies of this world cannot defeat him. And so today, we are participants in God's dream. And I want to encourage you, as you fulfill your dream, God is getting the glory for you fulfilling your dream. You want to do it? Do you want to do it? You sure? Okay. I want to pray for you. My Father, I thank you so much for the ability to fulfill the dream. Help us to answer those questions so that as we go through the process of fulfilling the dream. God, we can see your good hand at work. We can see you do amazing things through your people. I thank you for this church called New Covenant. Thank you that you have a dream for her. And I thank you that it's still more to come. And I pray for these, your precious people, that you would paint on the canvas of their hearts your dream. Help them to see your good hand at work. Begin to birth in them new vision, new dream, so that they can see, they can see, they can see it. And I thank you for it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. One of the things that I do, never just make an assumption that everybody has accepted Christ. Uh, God did a lot to bring you into his family. And my friend, if you are in here or you're watching, if you've never prayed to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, perhaps you've been living your own life and you're just kind of tired of, this is not going anywhere. This is not working for me. Uh, I want to tell you what does work. What? Jesus. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And so if you want to accept him today, he can forgive you of your sins. He can grant you eternal life. I want you to pray with me. In the room, pray with me out loud. Dear God, I thank you for loving me, for caring for me, for wanting me in your family. Today, I repent of my sin. I turn away from it. And I ask your forgiveness. And Jesus... I ask you to come into my heart, save me, be my Lord and Savior. And I thank you now, and I receive you 
and I thank you for receiving me. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, I want to say welcome to the family of God. Amen, amen. Something new today, what we want you to do is text, because we're not going to have an altar call here in person, but we do want to minister to you. I want you to text accept Christ to 313131. I got my digits right. Accept Christ. So 313131. What's going to happen is this. We're going to send you some information to help you on your journey. You'll get a download. There's going to be something available for you to help you on your journey because it's not just enough to be born. We want to make sure that you're nurtured and that you're brought into the things of God. All right? Amen. 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 We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.